What's up and welcome to Shop Sounds, a woodworking podcast about nothing. With myself, Nick Key of Key Woodworks, Jason Hibbs of Bourbon Moth, and Keith Johnson, better known as KJ Sawdust. All three of us are on YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. All right, folks, this podcast is proudly sponsored by our West Coast Dusjungens over at Bits and Bits, who, by the way, <laughs> think Teddy Ruxpin is just as, if not more creepy than Chucky the Play Doll. Now, Bits and Bits use their time much differently than you and I because they proudly make their own spiral bits for routers and CNC machines right here in the U.S. of A. And after they make set bits, they don't go... Oh, boy. See? This is what happens when I don't preview my own copy. You they don't this. go take you a... You just spent the last two hours <laughs> writing this. We've been waiting, it up? waiting for hours on this. Okay, please hold it. Deep breath. And after they make said bits, they don't go watch... <laughs> <laughs> They don't go watch Canadian Parliament reruns and take a nap like you and I. (laughs) Instead, they apron up and gently rub these bits and massage them. Not unlike a highly trained Swedish masseuse with their very own specialized astrocoding, which through extensive field studies and mail-order questionnaires have proven to give your bits higher speeds and feed rates and extend the life of them by up to three times. Now, Bits and Bits are also constantly coming out with new bits and expanding their tool selection. So go check out their, quote, new tools, end quote, page on bitsbits.com. They also take the great American white side bits and toss them with their own Astro coating for use in routers and CNC machines. And finally, Bits and Bits is also an authorized best Festival <laughs> dealer for you green, blue, and black tool fanboys. Yeah. So be sure to go check out all of Bits and Bits' offerings at bitsbits.com and use coupon code MORSELS15 to save 15% off your next order of router and or CNC bits because every time you use that coupon code, my morsels can cut just a little deeper into that plate glass window. <laughs> V-carved bit. Woo! All right, Jason. I need a drink of water. Man, that was like... That reminded me of a World War II underground radio broadcast. (laughs) (laughs) All right, folks. uh, Front is advanced a mile today. Stay indoors. Bombs are falling. (laughs) All right. Next up, we should say, for anybody who hasn't been following along with the podcast up to this point, that um, we are all together in the same room right now. Mm -hmm. That is Mm -hmm. correct. In Oregon, and it's a little weird. Because I'm on Jason's lap, and then we are both on Nick's lap. No, it's weird because I'm actually wearing pants for this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Normally, that's not a requirement. (laughs) It's not. But with that, no further ado, we are going to read some new patrons. And boy, oh boy, do we have a lot of them for this episode, new patrons ready? Go, David Beck, Ray Thornton, Mark Smith, Curtis Walther, Craig Dubois, 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 John Freeberg, <laughs> John Lee Claire, Burke Vervliot. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. Is that right? That's close enough. Okay. Jared Bradley, Mark Jackson, Fritz 
Statler. You missed one. Where? David. David Ralston. There you go. Fritz Statler and Edward Rahala. Ooh. Huh? I'll go with Rahala. Is the J and H kind of thing going Rajala? on? Rajala. Rajala or Rahala? Rahala. Rahala. Ooh. And then we got some um, new top tiers. We've got Marcus Brown. I like that one. Easy. Ross Havels. Yeah. Havels. Havels. Two V's. Two V's. I thought that was a W. I almost said Howells. But two V's. Because two V's next to each other, it could be a W. Havels. Havels. We got Jordan. No last name, but he's at Rustic Creations. Yep. All right. And we're going to Blitzkrieg like a World War II. Something thing. or other. Messerschmitt. That's a thing, right? Panzer. Panzer Division. Blitzkrieg like World War II <laughs> Panzer Division through the uh, returning top tiers. So you're going to tank this. I'm not going to tank this. <laughs> All right. We got Chris Zen, Eric Spensley at Spensley Design Co., Derek Jennings at Pecan Tree Design, Jason Hill at Gray Hill Woodworks, Aaron Gregerson, Nolan Russell, Alan Dranberg, Mark Alms, Ricky Harkins, Jeff Noel at G-H-I-J-K-M-N-O-P-63, Noel to be found. Nicole Lobby, Robert Fisher, Tyler Spangler at Spangler Woodworking, Spangler underscore woodworking, Chris Bolins, Tony and Don at Bespoke Carpentry Works, Aman Johansson. He's from Iceland. We got Andreas Wenmir at Jurassic.cc. He's from Sweden. Man, globe-trotting patrons here. Aaron Maccabee at Maccabee Designs. Michael Radabaugh, Rodcore Restoration. Yono Reich uh, at Yono28. Jordan Ward at Lost underscore Angler underscore Designs. Ben Fuller at August underscore Trails underscore Design. Nicholas Fairfield at Fairfield Woodworks. Michael Olson at m.j.olson2181. MJ, not Mike, Prohorhoff at Pioneer Home Repair, who we all met in person. Yeah. Uh, well, I met him. But, Special um, delivery from you MJ. You guys got to meet him because he works at Bits and Bits. He brought us some bits. Anyways, Alex Johnson at Johnson Works and Nick Leonard at Stated Woods Co. Alex and Nick are best friends too. They are. Mm-hmm. Best of oh. friends. Woo. Oh, man. Wow. That's you, it. You could probably take a sip to take a sip of my oh, beer here. Got a little out of breath, a little parched. Mm. and Goodness gracious. That's Ooh. a lot of patrons. We really appreciate it. All right. It feels kind of weird because for the last, what, six days, we've been having conversations pretty much seven in the morning till midnight. Just and about. And now we have mics stuck on our chins. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that's true. And nothing to talk no, about. No, I really had no point, but that's oh, that's say, where well, it was over. We've been talking was for six a long days. One. And what did else? we figure? Fourteen hour, fourteen work hour day. day. Yeah. It was yesterday. a long, long day. Our dogs were barking. They're still barking. They're going to be barking for weeks. Nick <laughs> and I need new shoes, thanks to your concrete floors with no anti fatigue mats. Yep. Hey. And all the walnut and that is stuck to them. When you got calluses <laughs> the size of mine on the bottom of my feet, you don't need anti fatigue mats. I've never had bunions, but I have a feeling. I may go home with a couple. I'm pretty sure my whole foot is a bunion. <laughs> I've never had bunions, but I saw Paul's once. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. So, what's up? What are you guys yeah, what's up new? To? <laughs> <laughs> what's up? What have you been working on? <laughs> Who wants to walk the, the people through the week we've had? Oh, man. Well, 
you'd probably be best at this. You're good at summations. Yeah. But, I mean, draw it out, though. Draw but it out. We need you to draw out the story for about yeah. an draw hour. Draw out the story. Okay, well, the week started out, well, it was so long ago, I can barely remember. <laughs> no. Um. Let's see. It started last Friday, so it will be a week tomorrow. First, this is the first annoying thing. You would think if you invited some of your friends into town for a collaborative build that they would sync up their schedules and they would all coordinate their flights and make it easy on me because the airport, the closest airport, is an hour away. Yeah. It's not like a quick drive. So I got to drive all the way up to Portland and pick people up from the airport. Well, we had our friend Sean, who works at Shaper Origin, coming in to teach us how to use the Origin, which we used on this project. We'll get yeah. into that later. He flew in at noon. And then we had Keith flying in from New Jersey. He flew in at like two. Yep. And then we had Nick over here who didn't fly in until 10. Mm. Yeah. So, but that's not my fault. I was supposed to fly in at nine. Yeah, but oh, you know, when you get on to buy tickets, it tells you the <laughs> flight times and you can pick when you want to fly mm. in. You know, my original flight plan said that I was going to arrive at six. That's still horrible. That's, well. It's not as bad. It's four hours earlier than when I actually arrived at. But was there no other airline that had a direct flight or at least only one layover instead there, of two? Because you flew from well, Kentucky to Dallas to Colorado to Portland. That is correct. That's ridiculous. That's not my fault. I use Southwest because we had miles. Oh, you cheap son of a biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> and instead, you could have been golfing with us instead yeah, of well, sitting in an worked, airport. It worked out good yeah. because my friend Jeff at Jeffrey Leatherman Woodworks picked up Sean at noon. I showed up at two and picked Keith up. Mm -hmm. And then me and Keith met Sean and Jeff at the golf course. We almost got a full 18 holes in before it got dark. Mm -hmm. Then we went out to a local establishment, Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> <laughs> and we got dinner. Highly acclaimed. Why did we go to Buffalo Wild Wings? It was not my suggestion. That We're in Portland. There's culinary just places abound all over. I Great think it food. was Jeff. I have to blame Jeff on that. And somebody was like, oh, there's a Buffalo Wild Wings. I didn't want to, you know, tip the apple cart. So I said, yeah, sure. <laughs> I'll go. Yeah. yeah. Really good wings. Especially during a, during a wing shortage. really shortage. good wings. They were okay. They're, I feel like yeah, sports, not, it's a good place to go. Yeah. yeah. There's a TV above the urinal. <laughs> if you, you don't like, miss oh, any of the bad. action. If you like half frozen slices of cheesecake, then oh, that's great. Right. You got cheesecake right. at BW3s? Yeah. What did I oh. get? BW3s? You, it's not, you don't call it BW3s? What's it's the only three BW2s. Buffalo Wild Wings? Yeah, Wild Wings. It's two words. I don't know why. <laughs> it's BW2. <laughs> we call it a BW3s. I don't know any birds with three wings. Buffalo Wild Wings. The third? Why? <laughs> BW3s? That's what we call it. Okay. BW3s. Well, anyways, we went to Buffalo Wild Wings, hung out there, ate some frozen cheesecake, and then finally Nick shows up at Oh, wait, 10. wait. Get back to the dessert there because you said, what do you have for dessert? And she's like, chocolate cake or cheesecake? No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She said chocolate chicken. And like, that's it? And she's like, we're a wing place. <laughs> yeah, she got all, she got all ticked and off. And then I think she dessert. felt bad, so she went back to the little reception desk. She must have dug through her purse, and she brought us each a Reese's peanut butter cup. Right. Are you, are you serious? Yeah, yeah, like the small, teeny, <laughs> like tiny ones. The, the fun teeny, size. Yeah. Well, she had two Reese's peanut butter cup and two chocolate eyeballs. Right. Yeah. What? They're like <laughs> Halloween candy. Yeah. 
Oh. I did check them. The date so was they were okay. personal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're from her personal from her stash. stash. Yeah. Her locker in the back. They tasted like spilled perfume or something. So <laughs> Cherry Banaka. That's not terrible. So we finished at Buffalo Cherry Wild Banaka. Wings <laughs> and uh, then showed up at the airport, picked Nick up. Finally, we were all exhausted by this point. Nick yeah. was tired because he'd flown, you know, with seven layovers. Yeah. <laughs> we were tired because we were, you know, playing golf. Um, if you're wondering, because I know you all are. Yes, I did beat everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we started driving home. Now, this is where I made a terrible decision. You can go home from the Portland airport two ways. You can take I-5 <laughs> oh. south or you can take 205 oh. south that meets up with I-5. I hopped on the I-5 south and we ran into immediate construction. Yeah. We sat in traffic for what? An hour. An hour. At least an hour. It should be an hour drive home. It ended up being two and a half hours to get home. Yeah. So we finally got home. We were all tired. It was we like knew 3 a.m. my time. We knew we <laughs> yeah. had to wake up early the next morning to get to work, so we went to bed. And then the next morning, we got up and played another 18 holes. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately. Immediately. Yeah. But we got to ride those motorcycles. Oh, yeah. True. The local golf course does have these motorcycle golf carts. It's like each person gets their own bike. You strap your clubs on there. And they're great, except at getting out of sand traps. Well, yeah. Except Jason's bolt or, came yeah. off his swing arm. Well, like Luckily, on, on his the, back wheel didn't come off. <laughs> on My hole bike two. was falling apart. Yeah. <laughs> Washers were flying out of the thing. <laughs> Bolts <laughs> everywhere. Uh, no big deal. Yeah. I even told you, I said, that swing arm might come off the back of it. And you're like, that's fine. Yeah, it'll come okay. off the next guy. That's fine. Yeah. It was, it was actually fine. It made it the whole I'm round. I'm having a hard time remembering. So that was Saturday. Then after that. Yeah. We came to the shop. Mm-hmm. Did we do any actual work on the table that day? Did we mill on Saturday? We, I think we milled some. I think we brought we, the lumber we, in from no, the garage. No, no, we definitely the brought shop. it in. I think we straight line ripped some of those boards on no, Saturday. No, no, no. We didn't on Sunday. Saturday. I think we did a little shaper. Action. We just played with the Shape. shaper. We didn't do any woodworking on Saturday? No. I thought we straight mm-hmm. line ripped stuff and then played with the shaper. No, I think we just played with the shaper Sunday, and then we, and got, we did the glue and up. then we went oh. and got Thai food. Oh, yeah. Thai food was on Saturday? Yeah. Oh. This is how we measure our days is by what we ate that day. Pad Thai Saturday. That's correct. (laughs) Chicken Pad Thai Saturday. Sunday was um, Rogue Brewery Sunday. That's right. Yeah, Saturday. Because we went back to Portland. Sean from Shaper showed us how to do everything cool with that, which we used a lot for this project, which Mm -hmm. was awesome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Probably won't show as much as we used it, though. (laughs) Probably not. (laughs) And then Sunday... We had to take Sean to the airport. Yep. Sunday morning, we ripped down all the pieces for the butcher block portion of the shuffleboard table. Yeah. Got them halfway glued up? We did one glue up. One glue up. A half of the glue up. With yep. no dominoes that day. Yeah, that was that was a good idea. Yeah, that was yeah. that was brilliant. One off without a hitch. <laughs> and then how many um, hitches were there? Sean helped us figure <laughs> out all the numbers and everything. That's what we worked on for the lines and the numbers. Right. Well, and I think at this point, we actually decided, hey, we should probably come up with a design for this table because we had no preconceived or no... Yeah, uh, we had done zero work zero on a design. Zero planning for this. Well, I we came literally into designed this, it on the fly. I thought that you had already talked about this. Well, we talked about it. Yeah, but I thought you had come to a decision on yeah. what it was actually going to be. No, we saw a shuffleboard when we were at Trent Presler's house that um, <laughs> a son of a carpenter, that's his name, right? The carpenter's son. Yeah. Josh? Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh boy, John! Hold on, 
I'm going to look this up really quick so that we can give people due credit. But that's what sparked the idea for right. the shuffleboard table. Right, right. And of course, Walnut was the Josh, hey, logical. I was right. You Josh, it. son of a carpenter <laughs> or a carpenter's son. A carpenter's son. <laughs> a carpenter's son. A underscore carpenter's We were at Trent's house. Son. He had a shuffleboard table, Walnut. It was beautiful, built by a carpenter's son, Josh. Right. And that's what gave us the idea that, oh, this would be a fun thing to build. Yeah. Other yeah. than that, we did zero planning. Mm -hmm. Wow. I thought you had it all laid out, ready to go, no. so that we could just get started. Nope. No. We um, we wanted to, to kind of save time, or at least kind of brainstorm some ideas, but kind of hard to do when you're 3,000 yeah. miles away. I don't know. Just well, better to, mm -hmm. in person, bat some ideas around and, and Google search. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Google so, image search. That was yeah. Sunday. We started to glue up our butcher block. Then took Sean back to the airport, which meant driving all the way back up to Portland. Mm. Right. We took him up there, took him out to dinner, dropped him back to the airport, came back on 205 this time. Yes. Didn't go no back. That's smart. Didn't go back on I-5. And then, um, <clears throat> I don't even remember. What did we do Monday? It all runs together. Monday. We finished gluing up our butcher block. Right. Yeah, we, had left, to we had to finish that. Yeah. You, you left. Where did you go on? dominoes on that one. Where'd you go on Where Monday? Did I go on you Monday? left. You went to get the metal plates made. Ah, oh, that's right. Yes. yes, so we decided the best way to attach our legs, which we hadn't yet designed, would be <laughs> solid steel plates basically attached to the legs and then attached to the bottom. We did have the legs designed by then. Because we had we to did know... Sean was there, did yeah, we? Yeah, because we had to know uh, for the template file. No, we did that Monday morning, and then I sent it to Sean. Oh, and he fixed it for And us. he fixed it for oh, me because we don't right. know how to work on computers. Computers are hard. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah. So then we figured out we needed the plates. I left you guys to do all the hard work, and I drove up the same. Man, I drove a lot this week. You did drive. We've gone through two tanks of gas, and we've just basically gone <laughs> yeah, around. I drove up to Salem. I dropped off our wood template at my steel fabricators. He charged me an exorbitant amount of money to get those made. Free 99. Free 99. <laughs> yeah. No I built tax. him a walnut yeah, no table. No tax Oregon. in this state either. That's I right. built him a walnut, walnut. table. I don't know, a while back. And ever since then, he's like, oh, I owe you one. I owe you one. So every time I need something little, he's like, oh, don't worry about it. That'll add up. Yeah. It'll run out at some so the point. The next time he yep. hands you an invoice. That's yeah. right. Four grand. <laughs> Whoops. I went up, got the steel plates, came back. You guys had already glued up the other half, the of, the, other half yeah. of the butcher block. But we used dominoes on that one, and it went so much oh, easier. The first Light. one, so the dominoes were just to get all the boards aligned evenly. Right. We did a dry fit of the first half of the butcher block because our idea was to do it in two separate halves and then take those two halves and put it together into one big block. The first one, we did a dry fit and clamped them all up, and they clamped up beautifully. <laughs> right. And then the glue came out. And then out. the glue yep. came and out. And then the situation got, changed. Got a little um, squiggly. And like a bunch a of squirrely. noobs. So we uh, hammered that down as best we could. You guys dominoed the other one when I came back, and then then we let that dry. We let that dry overnight. Yeah, we didn't we put them. Is that we all we did on Monday? <laughs> was glue some boards together. We did. No, I, stuff. no, yeah, we started. You left again, right? And we started yeah. laying out parts for the legs. <laughs> Where did I go the second time? <laughs> <laughs> did you go? Did you go pick up a bit? That wasn't oh, on no, Monday. That was, yeah, that was on that was uh, Wednesday. Can't Yesterday? Knew we should have wrote this down. Was that yesterday? We glued this up this. Oh, yeah. I remember. We finished gluing up that stuff, and then we went and got tacos. 
Oh, oh, that's right. We went to the taco truck. We went to the fast food taco truck for and waited 30 minutes. And waited <laughs> 30, 30 yeah, minutes. Yeah, fast food. Now, when we 30 went minutes to Thai later. the night before, now normally when you go out to eat with a group of people, all the food shows up at the table at the same time. Now, in this restaurant, there was one other table, maybe two. No, nope. yeah. there was one other, one other group table. at a so table. Yeah. Everyone's meal came out at a different time. So by the time whoever got it first was done, Almost done. Then mine came out. So I'm eating a hot plate or waiting for it to cool down while the other people are finishing. Right. So that was a delight. And the same thing happened with the taco truck. Mm -hmm. I got mine That's first. True. So the other night I got mine last. Tacos came out first. I was completely done. And I don't even know if you had yours yet. Yeah, but what would you rather have? Everybody get their food at once and one person's is warm and everyone else's is like lukewarm. Here's what I want. Right, everybody right, gets right, their right. food. Here's what nice I want. Because I want a chef or line out or cook, line order. Yeah, short, short order. order. To know how to make more than one meal on a grill at once. But at the Thai place? Yeah. They probably only had one walk. Yeah. In a big restaurant. I can understand the taco truck because he was working in and a you know narrow Steven Tyler says, grill. Walk this way. Walk this way. <laughs> But in any event, that's okay. Yeah, it's not that bad. And they bad. didn't even have Tobo Chico. Well, but I'm getting I, I just felt really bad when we were at the Thai place when the lady came out and none of uh, us finished our pad Thais. Well, because they were right. huge portions. Yeah, I mean monster. And we don't have room to keep them at our Airbnb that we're staying at. <laughs> and we're like, no, we're not going to take this. No, no to-go boxes. So the cook comes out and is like, is everything okay? Right. Oh, it was great. Yeah. Got offended that we weren't. Yeah. She's like, you're not like, going to take it. No, no to go <laughs> box. Like, nah, we're fine. It was that amount where it's too little to take home, but way too much yeah, to finish. But it looks like there's a lot. Mm. Of, yeah. Yeah. Way too much to finish. Thank you. Yeah. 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 But that was it. Was really good pad thai. I think after our tacos on Monday, we went back. By that time, the second half was dry, so we glued the whole butcher block together. Mm -hmm. so that yeah. was all glued up. Yep. And then we went out and got our 10-foot sheet of plywood. <laughs> From your other garage. From yeah. my other garage. And that was going to be the underlayment that's to set the butcher block on top of. So we trimmed that down. Yep. And then I think we cut and rabbited out our sides for our... Oh, right. For the, tr the box. Trough, the box for yeah. the shuffle table. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What do you call it? Does it have a name? A playing surface? No. The Well, the... The sand catcher? The, <laughs> yeah, the box. Oh, you mean the gutter? Yeah, like yeah the box. Was it called a gutter? I don't know. Gutters around it, but well, they are the in actual bowling. frame of the whole table. Table frame that it all sits in. The yeah. trough. Yeah. Was it? It's like a big urinal. Was it Monday yeah, too? It to was the... Monday night. <laughs> so we worked on that after tacos, and then it was Monday night that we had our first mitered corner glue up. Why don't you go ahead oh, and tell the gosh. audience about that, Keith? <laughs> So we all know anytime you you know you have a stress-free dry fit, as soon as the glue comes out of the bottle, everybody's personality changes and the whole situation just <laughs> becomes an emergency. Yeah, you guys got frantic. Like a, just a, a five-alarm fire. So we dry fit it and we did dominoes. So if you've ever used Vestal Dominoes for a miter, it just makes things so much easier because it aligns perfectly. Did we use did we use dominoes? Yes. We did? Yeah. On the first one? Yes. Oh, I missed that. So <laughs> <laughs> now the problem is this this frame, this mitered frame is ten feet long and just over two feet wide. So you can get clamps on the two feet wide section, but you can't going in the other direction. So as soon as we got clamps on there, now our side pieces were a little bit bowed. 
One was bowed out, the other was bowed in. So when you dry fit, they don't perfectly come together until you clamp them together. Then they come together nicely. So once we had all the dominoes in, the glue on, and we started clamping this thing, they weren't closing all the way. No. So at, Or you mean at all? At all, correct. Not inside, not outside, nothing. No. So that's when the Benny Hill music started. Oh, that's the chicken dance. Why do I keep doing the chicken dance for Benny Hill? Things started to get a little stressful for all of us, and it took 20 minutes for two miter joints. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'd have to go back to the videotape, but probably 30 clamps. It was a long time. That might be a It was pushing the boundaries of our setup time for that glue. Yeah, To the point where, like, we were staring at it for a second, like, how do we get this together? And I was like, I don't care how we get this together. We just got to do it now because this glue is going to dry. So you ended up, like, screwing on clamping blocks on the inside of the rabbit on this frame just so we could get clamping pressure down the long edge of yeah. the table to get those miters to come together. And by screwing on, you mean literally, literally screwing, screwing yeah, on. screwing into the rabbit. <clears throat> well, yeah, because we had a rabbit cut in the bottom of this whole frame that we were going to drop our plywood in. So we were able to screw some blocks in that rabbit where you're never going to see and there's going to be screws in anyway. Right. So Yeah. So we did get that together. It was... Thank goodness. It was uh, a calamity. It, yeah, that, that was probably, not probably, what it was. what did I say the second we got all those clamps on? I said hmm. what we should have done was. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Is we should have made some corner clamping blocks. Some corner clamping blocks. Yeah. <laughs> so for the second miter, we made said corner clamping blocks, which is you just, we had to, kind of glue a couple pieces of plywood together, then you put a 45-degree bevel on those, and you use CA glue and stick them to the side of your frame, and then you can get clamping pressure evenly across the joint. So, four minutes, four clamping blocks, four clamps, and we had the tightest miters possible. Absolutely. So, Tight like tiger. Why we didn't do that the first time? We've all glued up miters and learned <laughs> lesson the hard way. But normally, I'm doing them like in a case, like a mitered case where you can wrap some kind of. I'll yeah. tell you why we didn't do it that way because we had well, been working on the butcher block all day. We had been working on milling down our sides all day. We had yeah. to put the dadoed rabbit rabbit in there. So by the time we get to the glue up, mm-hmm. well, we had to play around with the miter cuts because the saw was off just a hair. We played around with that for a long time. Oh, we right. finally get to the glue up, and it's like 9, 30, 10 o'clock, and we just want to get it done and get out of there and go. But to also bed. we had like a perfect dry fit. It went yeah, well, perfect <laughs> on the dry fit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's but how what it goes, we forgot right? to think through was how can you actually get clamping Clamps. pressure on this? Right. We didn't think we were going to need it. Right, right. Yeah. So let that be a lesson to you, folks. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Clamping blocks. Yeah. Oh, but that, that was, was really the most, not really, it was, it was the most stressful part of the whole build. The, what, the, what that, gave us that, the, one that one miter? One, those two end miters, luckily they came together nice, but that was the most stressful part of the whole build. Yeah. So that was the end of the Monday, mm-hmm. our first full day of building. And then we Tuesday, a, we finished the other side, put the other mitered clamps together. That completed our frame. Mm-hmm. Yep. Our plywood fit in there the way we wanted to. And then we started working on legs. Right. Yeah. So that's when you left. That is when you and left. Then I exactly left again. They left were like, yeah. we're going to start working on legs. I was like, All right, I'm going to take off then. Well, apparently because I don't know the difference between a top bearing and a bottom <laughs> oh, bearing Oh, my fit. gosh. 
when uh, we were we all, at, I think differently than other people. When well, we were eating tacos, this is a big shout out to Bits and Bits mm-hmm. and their customer service. The While best. we were eating tacos in midday on Monday, we realized that we were going to have to use a template to cut out our legs and we didn't have the bit we needed because they just, our legs are almost three inches thick and there's not a pattern routing bit long enough to do that. Not in the entire world. So we were going to have to use two bits. First, we were going to have to use a bottom mounted bearing and then a top mounted bearing. So basically go halfway through the cut, yeah. flip it over and do the other side. So Wait, we, did we actually come to an agreement of which is top and which is bottom? Well, let's get to that in a second. So <laughs> knowing we needed another bit with an opposite mounted bearing, I called MJ Perhoroff top tier patron and employee at Bits and Bits. And Bits and Bits is just down the road for me, like 40 minutes. And I said, hey, two seconds, two seconds away. (laughs) Based on what Keith said, I said, we need a top. Did I say top or bottom? We needed a top. What I thought. Right. Okay. Well, Well, what KJ was saying is you had already had a quote unquote air quote bottom bearing bit. No. Yeah. Uh, top bearing bit because it's at the end of the bit, <laughs> not, it's at the tip not of the bit. close to the router. So KJ called that a top mounted. No, I call that a bottom bearing. No, he you call that, that a bottom. bottom. That's right. It was at the tip of the bit. Right. So Keith told me we needed a top bearing mount. Right. So I called MJ and I said, hey, do you have a top bearing mount that would work for this? He said, sure, I will run it down to you. And then he said, would it be okay if I'm there in an hour? That's customer service <laughs> right. right there. Bits right. and bits got your back. So I was like, that would be amazing. So he drove all the way from Silverton. So like 40 minutes, he brought us a top. Top? Yes. He, <laughs> I don't know anymore. He, yes. He brought us a top mounted bearing. Long story short, Keith had his mounting placement on the bearing. Or bearings does everyone wrong. else have it? I don't so know. he brought I us basically the exact same bit that we already yes. have. Right. Well, and I said, I said, are we sure that's top or bottom? Because I'm pretty sure he's going to bring us the same bit. Mm. Yeah, you called it. He's yeah. like, he's going to show up with the same bit. So he did show up with the same bit. We tried <laughs> to act very grateful at the time because I didn't want to be like, you just drove 40 minutes and we have the exact same bit we already had. Right. I think he knew it as soon as he but saw I think it he in knew, I think table. he saw the look of disappointment <laughs> in my face. And so the next morning, when we finally decided to start working on legs, I had to run to Salem to get the plates that were now done for the top of the legs from the steel guy. And then I also, I wasn't going to make MJ drive all the way again. So no. I drove all the way to Silverton and I returned the bit he brought the previous day and I picked up the right bit. So for all those listening, according to Bits and Bits, if the bearing is at the very tip of the router, they would call that uh, a bottom mounted bearing. You mean the tip of the bit. The bit. tip of the bit. Tip of the bit. Down at the, yeah. At the, the cutting, farthest at the point end of the cutting, from the shank yes. is the bottom mounted bearing. Closest to the collet. Closest to the collet would be a top mounted top bearing. Mount. Keith recently learned this himself and we paid dearly for it. <laughs> <laughs> and it cost me 80 minutes of drive time. That's right. true. But we got the bit we needed. We got the bit we needed. While I was gone, you guys were gluing up blanks for our legs. No, what we were, we were laying out. So we had yeah, a bunch we of walnut. Uh, yeah. What are those? Like two by tens, two by eights on the bench. One of them was a two by ten by at least. So we were taking Six our, our leg template and because we were glued up the legs and because it looks like a Y basically. And those I were designed the leg shape on SketchUp. Yeah, and yes. then I sent it to Shaper Sean. Yes. Yep. Origin Sean. 
and he fixed it for me. And then the cool thing about the Shaper Origin is they got this Origin Hub where you can store all your designs, and the Origin is connected to Wi-Fi. So when you get an Origin, you sign into your Wi-Fi. So I sent him this design, he fixed it for me, and then it was just magically put into the Origin. Into the cloud. Right into the tool. I just turn on the machine, I go to the file, and it's right there. So I downloaded it, and then we cut out our template shape. Yeah, we cut it out of some quarter-inch plywood. Beautiful yeah. plywood. White oak, White veneered, oak veneered MDF plywood. MDF. plywood. Yeah. It, was it was a scrap beautiful. piece. It was only like four by six. Mm. It was still pretty. And nice. um, yeah, we cut out our template. You guys use that to lay out all of our leg blanks. Which was quite a chore. Just getting I the mean, grain match and like cutting out the set because a lot of the... Yeah, because you mentioned this the last on our last episode was the your lumber mill brought a bunch of sappy, wi- or sappy walnut. Well, they like their romantic comedies. Yeah, they're, they're very romantic. sappy people over there. <laughs> Oh, I almost just knocked over that lamp. 51st Dates is their favorite movie. <laughs> yeah, I think everyone's struggling just to get their hands on enough material right now. So it was kind of a mixed bag of walnut that we got. We got some like regular black walnut that everybody's used to. We got yeah, a few right. pieces of Oregon black walnut, which is a little more purpley. It kind of looks more like what you'd think of as air-dried um, mm-hmm. black walnut which we used right. to our advantage because yeah, when we glued we up did. the top we used the Oregon walnut strategically so it kind of put these cool racing stripes down the middle of the butcher mm-hmm. block yep. spaced them out evenly but when it came to leg templating and design yeah you guys kind of had to pick through all that and figure out the best grain yeah and KJ's a stickler man yeah <laughs> tell me about it man <laughs> It took us, a, I mean, almost the whole time you were gone, I think we were just laying it out, flipping boards over, flipping them back, flipping them over. You got to take your time with that. It's yeah. a make or break. I yeah. mean, it paid off because mm-hmm. it looks great in the end. But There's just one one, one spot, one leg, one yeah. half of a leg that's a lot sappier. Yeah. Um, than I, you'd rather have that on the inside of the leg than the outside. But, yeah. you know, because, you know, Jason had ordered a bunch but then sent some back and we thought we were going to have to get some more material. Yeah. Luckily, we were able to... Use everything we well, had, and we didn't know, actually have that to morning. Get anymore. We, you, Jason, you called your uh, your yeah, lumberyard. I thought for sure you were going to have to need more, so I called the my lumberyard, who's awesome, the Hardwood Center, on Highway 34, just outside of Albany, if you're not in the sponsored. area. <laughs> not sponsored, but they're great. Um, and I told them as I was leaving to go to Bits and Bits, I was like, "Hey, we're going to need some more walnut. Could you run some out to us?" And they're like, "Oh, absolutely. How much do you need?" I said, "Just throw like six boards in there." Drive it out to Nick and Keith. They'll pick through, get what they want. Well, then I'm halfway to bits and bits, and you guys call, and you're like, hey, miraculously, we have enough. Yeah. So then I had to call the Hardwood Center. I was like, hey, <laughs> never mind. And they're like, oh, well, the driver's already on his way. So they drove halfway out to my shop for <laughs> nothing. We never saw him, so yeah. maybe he didn't actually make it too far. Then they sent me a nicely worded email, basically <laughs> asking me never to shop there again. <laughs> I bet not. So the with the leg blanks, yeah, we laid them all out, but that was only on two inch material, and then we needed right. double thick. So we'd we lay had to lay everything out, yeah. rough cut it, then glue all those blanks up. But also, you remember the whole spiel after we laid it out, we're like, hey, this isn't final uh, thickness or yeah. even glue ready. We're like, how are we going to plane this stuff down mm. and keep our layout lines to know right. which where we decided to pick what out right. know, from those boards. So, so we, we just picked, uh, base plane. We didn't join any. <laughs> no, we joined. <laughs> we didn't nothing. join anything on this project because nothing. Uh, for one thing, like 
the sides are 10 feet long. And then even with three of us to try to we edge started, joint those. We, we started joining one of them and I was like, forget this. Just yeah, impossible. No. It's so, going to be pointless. Best tool track saw to the rescue. Yeah. So we just cut a straight. Well, first we cut a straight line on the track saw. That was on Sunday. And then we were going to take it over and join it. Mm-hmm. And that's when I was like, this is pointless. Right. It's going to do more harm than good. Right. So I just took my Japanese push plane and lightly Ooh. took a shaving off each of them. A p- toilet paper with a whip. slight spring joint in all. <laughs> Two ply. I must have been on my way to bits and bits when that happened because I don't remember it and mm-hmm. I don't own a Japanese push plane, so I think he's. Full <laughs> I don't of think it. that ever happened actually. Uh, well, you were in the bathroom. Oh, I was in there for a bit. <laughs> I'm adjusting, adjusting to this West Coast. <laughs> <laughs> my constitutions. So yeah. Let's see. We're up to Tuesday and we had our leg blanks all glued up. I think yep. that was it, right? That's was all that we did it? on Tuesday. Oh, no. And then at the end of the day, Tuesday, the last thing we did yeah. was we put our butcher block through the planer yeah. oh, that's on right. both that's sides. Right. Yep. We yep. got it all smoothed out. We thought maybe we were going to have to put it on a sled because of that nasty first glue up to get it all even. Yeah. But we plopped it down on a flat piece of plywood, and there was no rock or anything. Yeah. It was pretty amazing. We lucked out. So we just pushed that thing through my planer. Luckily, I got a 20-inch planer, and that was only 18 inches wide. Maxing and it left it, it out. pretty darn good, mm-hmm. considering I haven't changed those planer blades in four and a half years. <laughs> so. That's astounding. <laughs> I'm going to get up early tomorrow and go change them. <laughs> Come on. Because. you got. You have to admit for yourself. I absolutely admit they still work good, but they're all. I, they you were gonna, I think you're going to be shocked at how good they work when you change them. Yeah. I'm trying to get my money's worth. You didn't pay for the think, damn thing. Yeah, I think you got your money's worth. I know, but if I have to buy new <laughs> blades, I'll have to pay for those. You got three you more got turns. Turn them. That means you got well, they eight also more sent years. Me, <laughs> they also sent me a full replacement. So. Oh, you have got to be kidding me. No, turn it's in the them, drawer. son. Turn them. All right, I get it. I'm going to go change those right now. I'm yeah. trying to make Let it to five truck, years. Five years per side. That'll get me 20 years of life for that one set. Then I got the other set. We're talking well, 40 years out of two sets of there's blades. There's no way your planer is going to last that long if you leave it on. That's true. Sometimes I leave it on because it's so quiet. <laughs> <laughs> like that low hum. That nice hum puts yeah. you right to sleep. So anyways, we got, the, we got the butcher block plane down on both sides. And then wall shaper Sean was here. We together worked out and designed our lines and our yes. numbers and a nice little design we put in the middle of yeah. the table. So after getting it planed down, we sanded it. We pulled out the shaper origin. We used that to carve out our numbers we, and we our lines. We didn't even test cut it. I know. No. Sean was like, I would definitely test cut this <laughs> on a piece of plywood. Do not just go straight to your finished block. We went right block. to the block. And if, that, if I was doing that on my own, I absolutely would have. And no. I was like, nope, I got this. I can't worked. believe we went right to the block. Not even on the bottom. Yeah. No. We just cut it. We just, well, I think our justification was we don't have time. if we screwed up, we could flip it over. Well, we, we could, could flip we over could the flip butcher over block and, and use the other side. So yeah. we we're like, oh, I mean, we got a fail safe here. Yeah. Right. It was right. less risky than Yeah, normal. yeah. But no, it worked came, perfect. It, we didn't yeah, mess up at all. Awesome. And then we mixed up some total boat, baby. Total boat, boat baby. baby. They sent us some epoxy. And then here's a little... Should we tell them about the grand debate of the sure. shuffleboard oh, table? Oh, sure. Absolutely. So we had two options. We were either going to do total... Well, we had a lot of options, but the two that we <laughs> liked were we were going to do total boat with their white pigment yeah, and make it all white. Or Keith has recently discovered, because of our friend um, Paul at Copper Pig Fine Woodworking, um, this technique where you mix brass powder in with the epoxy. And it... 
it literally I had my doubts. It literally looks like inlaid brass. It oh, really, no, it really, really does. does. And so we did some test pours with the white and the brass, trying to decide which way we were gonna go. And honestly, I really liked the brass. The reason I didn't like the brass was twofold. One, the table's really long, and at the opposite end of the table, the brass was harder to see the numbers and lines because it really blended well with the wall. I don't know about harder. I, I think you couldn't see it at all. No, you. Really I was couldn't. trying. I was trying to be nice oh. to you. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Okay. I didn't create the well, optics since he of said, it. Since he said it, you couldn't see the brass no, whatsoever you see it from, from that across, angle. It just blended in the walnut. And then after we do the test pours, Keith drops the bomb on us that oh well, you can't use Rubio on the brass powder because it'll turn it green. Oh, and also you have to sand up to like four hundred grit, a thousand. <laughs> yeah, a thousand. You have to grit. sand up to a thousand grit, which you can't do with Rubio. So basically, if we were going to go with the brass, we wouldn't be able to use Rubio. I don't have any other finishes in my shop. And I didn't want to sand the entire thing up to a thousand grit. Yeah. And the white looked pretty darn good. So it, it was Words Matthew McConaughey. Words. Well, I mean, one thing you could have done is if we had done special inlays just of those and then set them. I forget it. You know, it's not even worth it. It doesn't matter. You couldn't read it. Yeah. It was illegible. It was illegible. Well, it was legible from the other side if you were looking at it. Right, but looking that's down. That's not the point. Well, when you're really. trying I mean, to you're, yeah. shoot pucks down the other end of the table, you, you need to kind of yeah, you got to gauge your nice distance to see down where there. You're yeah, yeah. But the white looks good. I like it. Pop, pop. white. And we carved white. out a. We Stark. went back and forth on what to put in the middle, and then we finally settled on a design. But we're not going to tell you what that is. You're going to have to watch all the videos and just see. It's not even that special of a zero design. significance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> it's so special that none, it means nothing to any of us. Stay tuned, though. <laughs> Surprise. Surprise. Like, you wouldn't let us see this. Why? Oh, my God. I don't know whose idea it was to be like, hey, let's not reveal <laughs> this. I don't know either. It's so close to our hearts. Yeah. It means Just trying to keep a little mystery in it, I guess, but for no reason whatsoever. Yeah. It means nothing. It's Zero significance. I, I was told I need to quit being a little B <laughs> for trying to. But get now people thing. are going to be really Have curious because yeah. they're, they're like, "Wow, what is this thing that means what absolutely it nothing?" Be? <laughs> and why would we even put it in the middle? Oh, so we got that poured <laughs> yeah. Tuesday. Man, this is only yeah. two days worth of work at this yeah. point. It was a lot of work. And then we called it quits. Yep. And then Wednesday. We got a lot of flipping wow. work done. That was yesterday. That was, that was just yesterday. yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. Holy Four, cow, hour did we day. get a lot done. Yep. Yesterday, or yeah, Wednesday, yep. we came out, we plane, We started to try and sand that epoxy down that quickly. After two seconds, I was like, <laughs> no. Nope. hit it with the card scraper first. <laughs> I was like, like to the nope. plane or we go? Yep. Change we those go. blades. No? Oh, okay, No, fine. let's just run. It was perfect. Yeah. No. Did it chip out from the planer at all? It no. didn't. Nope. Well, no. Maybe we just it, had revealed, some air it revealed we a few know. air okay. bubbles. It did not chip out. And we're talking two tiny microscopic little bubbles. Yeah. That we filled with whiteout. Yeah. <laughs> that we filled with whiteout. <laughs> Big whiteout tape. Yeah. Oh, FYI, side note if you pour white epoxy and you think mixing Starbond with the same white pigment well. will match. <laughs> It doesn't quite, because the epoxy's got a little bit of a yellow tint to it. Not a lot, but a little, and the Starbond's pretty crystal clear, and you mix that with the white pigment. It's just a it's a brighter white. I oh, would have yeah. liked to see Starbond's white yeah, yeah. on it, though, because it's already got the pigment in the Starbond versus using Total Boat's pigment. What we could have used if we had it, but we didn't, was 
five minute epoxy and mixed it with the pigment. With I think about. that yeah, color that would have been a lot closer. Yeah, a little more amber. Woulda, coulda, shoulda. Because the starburn is, is clear. So yeah. yeah, we planed that down, mm-hmm. sanded a little bit, set it aside. Yep. And then we decided to leave that. <laughs> and yep. what did we do? Oh, we glued up legs. Right. So Oh, that was all day leg day. Which we kind of figured. Um, yeah, we kind of planned that that whole day would be devoted to our legs. Because to try yeah. to cut the angles where the joints meet of the long part of the leg and the little upper Y section, those had to be dominoed. We stacked dominoes, four dominoes. Yep. But to get that joint perfect, um, the long part of the leg, the little uh, tapering. Well, we used the uh, the little, little rock tapering jig or rock cross cut sled, right? That was recut- well, that was to cut eight- the top off, right? Yeah, to cut the top off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That we did on the chop saw. We used my um, five-minute tapering jig. That's what we did. Yeah, the tapering oh, jig. Yeah. yeah. Which we didn't even end up using. We ended up just using a scrap piece of quarter-inch plywood, and we glued some, some glue blocks down, or yeah. locks yeah. down blocks. to hold it on, and then we just cut our taper like that. Yep. Oh. We got I those all glued up, and this is where the story takes a funny turn. Um, then we had to let the glue dry for a while. And so we were going to try and make some sort of scoreboard system. So Keith started messing around on the lathe, trying oh. to work on that, while Nick also was working on that on the origin. Those all ended up being horrible failures. We'll talk more about that later. But while they did that, I painstakingly, <laughs> painstakingly. hand sanded our entire trough frame part for the shuffleboard. Yep. And I worked. I really worked very oh carefully on all those mitered corners. Oh. oh, boy. Nick, get ready to cut his mic. Hold on. I worked <laughs> to make sure they were as good as I could possibly make them. And I got them pretty crisp and clean considering our first kind of glue up well, yeah. fiasco. Woo. Well, and then um, you want to tell them what happened, Keith? <laughs> well, that, that wasn't until... <laughs> it wasn't until... Yeah, oh, it was yesterday. Uh, that it was, was yesterday. yesterday. Oh, wow, yeah, that was yesterday. We had two days working. Yeah. So as we knew, we decided on the legs to put a half inch round over uh-huh. on everything, make it nice yeah. and uh, give it some whatever, soften those edges nicely. Yeah, just to break them. But on the table frame itself, we were just going to put an eighth inch round over. So I started buzzing down the whole outside perimeter top, or we did the top first, flipped it over, and then on the bottom. And Inside, just, outside. And because we had done the butcher block top all edges including the side the end corners i just instinctively went right to those corners and buzzed up one yeah and i didn't even it didn't even hit me at that point it's because rounded over (laughs) our mitered corners that i had literally spent at least an hour hand sanding and getting perfect and he just went over them with the flipping eighth inch round over bit yeah well in case in keith's defense Every miter box he's ever done, he rounds over the miters. <laughs> no, that's not that's true. I know that's not true. I have never, ever. But I've also never kind of had a miter box on its back. I usually, either way, I. It was just in the heat of the moment. Oh, I was were, tired. Tired and, and you were rounding over things. And I freaked and they out. Got in your I way. started screaming. Yeah. I started throwing stuff. I threw <laughs> my flipping phone across. I got to get a new phone now. I'm, is that Bruce still there? In your... <laughs> is that Bruce? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was fine. I just couldn't believe it because it was less that I was upset. It was more that I was surprised because I just wouldn't expect that from you. Mm. Oh, boy. Mr. Wait. 
Well, just Mr. Like you're so attention to detail and I know your style that you would never round over a yep. mitered corner like that. Are you saying that you wouldn't be surprised if I did it? No, I would. I would have expected it from Nick. <laughs> <laughs> you would have gone after it with a half inch. He would have uh, told you ahead of time not to do it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was not a good scene. Though. But, you know, it didn't look bad. So if, if you're wondering what's the big deal, well, when you have a mitre like that, a nice tight crust, and you round over the edges, then <laughs> it just creates this funky shadow line on both sides. It looks dark. It looks unintentional and wrong because it is. Now, typically, I do, if I'm doing mitered boxes, it's because I'm using veneered plywood, and then I'm uh, edge banding the front or whatever, and you would never, ever in a million years round over a mitered no. corner in well, a box what because you're doing all is the with plywood your... would come through. Well, and with your mitered corner... You have face grain touching face grain, right. and as and soon now, as you hit that round over, you expose a through. little line of end grain, which Good is thing we never... didn't have the, the half inch round yeah, over on that. Oh, oh boy, that would have been fun. Yeah, I would have got that one way ticket home real quick. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, but it still looks great. Yeah, I mean, it's better than some people's shuffleboard tables, right? Oh, oh boy, so I can say that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. And that, and one thing I have to say about Jason, which is why I love working with him on these projects, because he keeps things going. He's like the foreman. Like this is what we got to do, and we do it. Like, yep. That's why it, when I'm making when I'm working on projects at home, things tend to go slower because I'm like, eh, do I really want to make a mess and do that now? I'll do it later. And it's like, no, just now we got to keep going. We got to keep moving. We got to get this right. done. I was so, getting a little yeah. frustrated with the leg stretcher situation. I'm no, not gonna lie. Because we couldn't decide whether we were going to put the stretcher that down take lower a really long time. or up higher. Yeah. That's and what Jason I, told me I'm very difficult to work with. <laughs> I remember I that did, very clearly. I you did said not, you're so difficult to work with. This is why with. you're so difficult to work with. <laughs> well, I just... Okay, that makes me sound like a jerk. I wasn't saying it in a derogatory way. I was just saying you you can't make a decision. Uh, the three of us collectively all couldn't th- make a decision no, because it was said, a difficult one to make. Well, I mean... Anywhere you put that stretcher, it looked I good. like it. I liked yeah. it. Huh? Yeah, put but it there. Somebody just, I like it. And I knew we were going to spend like an hour and a half or two hours staring at that thing before we actually did something. And we probably still wouldn't have decided. No, no. probably not. But I we, do remember you, at one point, Jason, you said, Keith, stop being so anal. <laughs> well, that had nothing to do with the stretcher. <laughs> the roundovers. That was a different topic. That was a different. Oh, that was a different <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, that was something the other night. But anyways. Um, <laughs> No, but we moved the stretcher up. I mean, that was like the biggest hang-up, I think, in time-wise of us standing around staring at that thing. But see, if that's something where if we had designed it ahead of time, we had like a SketchUp drawing, we, we could move it yeah, all we, around yeah. and Push decide. It up, pull it down. But ultimately, we made the right decision. Oh, yeah. I think and, it looks uh, amazing. Yeah. I was just more stressed out there because that was at like... Four o'clock in the afternoon. We yeah. hadn't even had our legs all. Left to go. We yeah. hadn't even had our legs all glued up yet, and well, I knew we had, we had to get yeah. them glued up. We still had to sand, let the glue dry, sand them down. We still had to rubio everything yep. before we could call it quits. And I was just thinking, if we don't make a decision and get this glued together, we're not going to have time to get this all rubioed. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Right. But we did. But we got it done. So I by the end yeah. of that day, we had all of our pieces made. That was Tuesday. That was, no, yesterday. was yesterday. Oh my god! <laughs> we had all of our pieces made, sanded, and, and rubioed. rubioed before we called it a night. Mm-hmm. It was light though last night. We got back at eleven. Yeah, we were right? done so we at the shop for... at ten ten. Ten ten. 
the, that's which right. was one of our earliest nights. The night mm. before, we were done at like 10.45. Yeah, that's true. But yesterday was but, a longer day because we didn't even break for lunch. Or yeah, we, we didn't leave we to didn't go leave anywhere. Yeah, we didn't leave all. to go anywhere. Didn't leave lunch at or all. dinner. Lunch or dinner, right. We had leftover lasagna for lunch. Yeah. We got back to the Airbnb, or we stopped for a convenience store so we could all get candy. The other thing that we didn't touch on, so at the bottom, underneath the butcher block, in between the butcher block and the sides of like the trough, typically there's some sort of fabric. Some people put indoor-outdoor carpet. Some people put felt, and we knew we had to put something there. So it was either, I think it was Tuesday. At some point, we took a lunch break. We went into town, and we went to Joanne Fabrics yep. in search of felt. They didn't really have any felt that we loved, and somehow, I think it was just the fabric, you know, starch in the air. It got to our brains. We started looking around, and we found this vinyl faux leather. It looked great. It looked great in the store. We thought, this is like, sweet, we'll do leather with the walnut. That'll look super classy. Primo. And so we bought 11 feet of this vinyl stuff. It was over $100 for this yeah. leather lookalike. Not even. We were super excited. We took it back to the shop, and I set it down next to that walnut, and I immediately hated it. It was awful. And by the way, it when we got back to the Airbnb, we realized it's the exact same color as this. The, the couch, couch I'm sitting on right now. Jason and I are sitting on in the exact on. same leather. But it looked so much more orange in the orange? shop. Orange. In the shop. Not, no, not in the orange. store. Orange. Orange. But in the store, it had more brown in it. Yeah. Yeah, it looked brown. It's that, it's the skinny mirrors. Skinny mirrors. It's so skinny skinny light, mirrors. More brown lighting. Mm. And we can't take it back now. It's got salt stains all over the hem. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we hated it. So then we were like, we can't use this. We set it aside and we thought we were going to go get some felt. We saw this other felt that was kind of like a salt and pepper sandy color that we thought might look like good a caramel, with a walnut. Like a light caramel. Yeah. So we decided we'd get that. So this morning. Yeah. That was this morning. Wow. That was this, this morning, morning. We still hadn't had any fabric. This morning, nope. our whole goal was to put the entire table together. Everything was built in Rubio, but we still needed this fabric underlayment. So there was one more store in town, Hobby Lobby. Ever the heard Hob of it? Lob. <laughs> Some people call it Hobby Luby. <laughs> um, we stopped by there to see if they had any felt options. They had like the primary color felts. That's basically all they yeah, had. Yeah, nothing special. And it was terrible. So then we were like, let's go back to Joanne's. We'll get that one felt that we liked. Went yeah. back in there, and at that point, I just didn't love it. No, I thought it was too bland. Yeah. yeah. So then we decided, forget felt. Who needs to use felt? Well, we found uh, something in like a a color we liked, but it wasn't the yeah. right oh, material. Oh, it was a Hobby Lobby. It was a, yeah. it was a different material, but we it liked was, the color. It was a green yes. color, and we were like, yeah. that would look like sweet. a military-ish green. Vietnam green. Yeah. 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 Army Jeep green. So then yep. when we went back to Joanne's, I think we all kind of had that on our brain that that's the color we want to go for. So then it was just what fabric could we use that's that color? And we finally settled on like a thicker canvas. Mm. Yeah. And then we decided, well, to give it a little more cushion, why not use that $100 fake <laughs> padded leather that we got before? So we first glued down the padded leather to the plywood. The same way, if you watch my tambour videos, we did that. We spread out a thin layer of the Type on 3 and we just smoothed it all out. We let that dry, and then we glued the canvas in this green kind of army color directly right. on top of the leather, and that kind of built it up, gave it a little padding. Mm -hmm. And then we used an iron 
to mm. smooth it all out, and it smoothed out. Unbelievable! I was blown away. Perfect. I mean, it yeah. was just a couple of dry cleaners over here. You are. <laughs> it, it was silky smooth. We were very impressed. Ooh, yes, yes, yes. Think of the irony. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, we just lost four patrons. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we did that on green canvas. Yeah, and then it was just putting it all together. It really was. We got some. Uh, well, we had to go back to Home Depot to Lowe's to get some more ang- uh, what are those hanger called? bolts. Hanger bolts. Hanger so, yeah, bolts. we did decide yeah. this thing's so flipping heavy. I was thinking if we eventually, the whole reason we're building this is you might have listened in past episodes when our family's river house burned down. Well, we're still working on getting that rebuilt, and I thought it would be cool eventually when that gets rebuilt to put this shuffleboard table down there, which it would go upstairs in the bonus room. This thing's so heavy. I was like, we got to figure out a way to be able to take the legs off of this. So the solution it came up with was those steel plates. And we inserted some hanger bolts into the bottom, right into the butcher block. And then basically the plate can just slide over those hanger bolts, get hooked on with some um, nuts and washers. And then if you ever need to take the legs off, you just undo the nuts and washers, plop the legs mm, off. And Bob's then it's your uncle. <laughs> three separate pieces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so not we bad. put our hanger bolts in there. We screwed Which, our... Wait, did we ever figure out why the first time we bought those hanger bolts, we only bought six? <laughs> <laughs> I know. How many did we need? 12? Did you think yeah, there was a two-pack? I, I don't know. Nine, 12. We needed 12. And we Even only if got we six. only thought there were two bolts in each That still plate. doesn't that's, make that's sense. Eight. That's still so, eight, right? Yeah. We still it doesn't line up. It doesn't match. It doesn't make any sense. Well, no, we had six to start out with. Yeah, yeah. we only had six. Well, yeah, so if we thought there was a two in each one, that would be 12. No, that, there's four legs. Yeah. Right? Four plates. Two, two so times. three holes per four oh, legs. Oh, this is what we thought. Three Wait, bolts three, and six, two. Three, six, nine, 12. No, but I think what we thought was we have two, two legs, two sets of legs. We need three bolts in each one because we had three holes. No, I think but we each- thought there were two packs. Two bolts in each pack. Oh, is that what you thought? And there's three holes per leg. Three, six, nine, twelve. So we right. bought six packs thinking there was two in each thinking one and there was, was only one. So we wound up with six. Oh, maybe that's it. Could also be that we were dead tired and very tired and weren't thinking at all. That's also a possibility. Yeah. Either way, we had to get more hanger bolts. <laughs> but by, what did I say? But by? What, but by. <laughs> <laughs> on sale today. <laughs> I think last night when we left... I was like, we'll have this thing put together by, by noon. noon. We'll spend the rest of the day taking pictures. I think we had it finally put together at 4 o'clock this afternoon. That's it might have been four hours behind. Might, it might have been later than that. I mean, we I were really do. taking our time. I mean, we had to put the fab- the leather fabric on, let that dry for a while. Yeah. Then put the canvas on, let that dry for a while. Yep. Also, we made, uh, well, mostly oh. Nick made yep. custom pucks. The pucks yep. I bought on Amazon had these cheap plastic bright red and blue circles on top. So Plastic. we popped those off and then we used all walnut. We used like a dark walnut and then just sapwood yep. to make the two different colors. We replaced those, which they look mint. They do look good. Yeah. Very nice. Had we left just the plastic red and blue, oh. I would probably throw up. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it looked bad. Yep. That was a nice just little customization that really... Takes them to the next level, my man. Kicks it up a notch. Kicks it up a notch. We had to put the leveling feet in the legs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That kicks up a notch, I too. did that last... Well, Literally. I drilled out the holes last night for those. 
I mean, just drilling all to put the bottom. I mean, putting the uh, how many playing screws? Oh my gosh! How many screws did you put into the <laughs> bottom 60. of that plywood? Sixty. 60 it screws. was sixty. Yeah. <laughs> how long were they? Inch and a half. Inch and a half. Yeah. Wow. And then we had to do I don't know probably twenty screws to hold the butcher block. Yeah. Right. Those were two inch screws. And those are two inch. So that was yeah. a lot of drilling. So yeah, and you I mean, did it that took upside a, down. And I was on the yeah. floor, basically hanging drywall on a ceiling. Yeah. Flashbacks. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that took a while and then we had to put our hanger bolts in and mount the plates to the top That's of the okay. legs yeah, it just takes a while and, it's i mean not, it just takes you know, a while and you're no, working no, really no, slow because at this point everything's finished yeah so right. you're being really careful not to ding or scratch Blankets anything. everywhere yeah and then we had to put finish on the puck toppers mm-hmm. but boy yeah. by four o'clock that thing came together and when we flipped it over it was all worth it. I got weak in the knees. I can't toot my I can't <laughs> toot, admit, I can't I, toot my horn any more than it already's been tooted. Yeah. I mean, toot 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 toot. Well, toot your guys's horn. Couldn't have done it without you guys. It's fan freaking tastic. Yeah, yeah, it's it's it unbelievable. Looks, it looks great. Yeah, a lot better than some of the ones I've like seen just looking around online. You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can buy them right on Wayfair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two hundred dollars. But they all look, you know, cheap and boxy. Mm-hmm. So. Particle board, yeah, was, uh, with outdoor carpet. I mean, if we were to do another one, this probably plenty. I would do, you know, some not to the actual frame and the leg base. I, I yeah. really love that design, but yeah, to the top. I think you could. There's so many options with the top. Okay, so let me ask you this too, both of you. Let's say we had another week mm. of mm. the build. Mm-hmm. What would we change to this one? I don't know if we would change, but what could we add? add. Yeah, because I, well, I love talk what about what up, we didn't what, add, and I yeah. think it's important for our listeners to to hear a follow up story on what we tried to add. Mm-hmm. Okay, at the yeah, very that's, beginning. So we tried this a long time on Saturday. Who wants to talk about that? Go. Well, because because I started the part of it. So each one of these shuffleboard games comes with little scoreboards, kind of that look like uh, an abacus, kind of that have these yeah. little wooden painted plastic things on a long rod so as you score points you slide them over sliding rule until you hit 20 or 21 so there's two groups of those so our thought was hey let's make these out of walnut and we were going to use white oak as the complement for the other team so i said well why don't we i'll turn these on the lathe and then like cut them up like you would uh biscuits oh yeah i was gonna say chocolate chip cookie rolls (laughs) (laughs) cookies (laughs) <laughs> um, so I found we had a couple black tar areas. heroin. What's that? Wait, what? What? Like, cut it a... up like a stick of black tar heroin. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Take no. a turn. Not, <laughs> not that I'll I be know. here all week. Actually, not tomorrow. <laughs> so there were a couple pieces in our lumber cutoffs that were walnut crotch and had some really cool figures. So oh, I that's thought, right. Oh, that's right. You did. If I will cut these down to like one one inch square, kind of like pen blanks. Put them on the lathe, turn them down, and then cut them into little sections either on the bandsaw or the table saw. So as I started, they turned nicely. They looked really good. Yeah. But then it's like, oh crap, we gotta trying to slice these all nicely, evenly, and then sanding all the edges, drilling holes in them. It just kind of fell apart on me. So well, then we were like, let's do it on the origin. Right. Yes. So that's where Nick took over. Yeah. I thought it would be easy. I was easy. like, this is, it's a portable CNC. So let's just, you know, turn this into production mode. And let's preface this with <laughs> saying there is probably a way to do what we were trying to do. But we're newbies. Easily. But we just, we don't know the machine very well. Not as well as we should. 
for the you know two days of training we had mm-hmm. but i mean in theory i was like it's a cnc let's just make a whole bunch of these circles tiny circles tiny circles and then i'll cut them a little extra deep and then we'll just cut them out on the bandsaw like you're cutting plugs or on the table, on the table saw, saw. Yep. either way just let them jump out and it'd be a cool video but ran into some issues where the walnut was just deciding to explode mm. on those some of those passes where you're making the circles to make all those little circles. And then the, the oak just did not cooperate at all. Like I think I we only needed twenty one of those circles. And I I I put like twenty six mm. down on that piece of oak. And I think I was down to like 18 that we could possibly use when I quit. Right. Yeah. Well, and, and we, right. We, it wasn't just like I give up, I quit. We got to the point too where it's like we can't spend any more time trying to no, figure this out. It took we a have lo- to get everything it else took, done. It was taking me a long time Hours. to do it. Yeah. Because I, I mean, the origin only they recommend you only do a, a quarter inch pass mm-hmm. per, and I was only doing eighth inch to be conservative, mm-hmm. and I was just having issues and. Well, let's talk like, about no, the other element no that we wanted to add that didn't happen. The magnet. The electromagnet. Oh, right. Forgot all about that. Because yeah. I don't want people to think that's something we just we talked about and then we were like, oh, no, we're not going to do it. We I really, literally we really bought tried. electromagnets online and they worked great. <laughs> yeah. You, we hooked a battery up to them mm-hmm. and we could have easily hooked a switch to turn them on and off and we stuck them to the top of my table saw. They had really good holding power. Yep. The problem is... Like white on rice. <laughs> they stuck to the pucks. We put the puck on there. The yeah. puck held firmly. Real good. The issue we ran into was this. You put like the tiniest, thinnest piece of wood on top of the magnet, and it's too much for the puck to really hook. Because yep. when you think about magnets, if you hook a magnet right to the top of a metal surface, it sucks down. Mm. But it's pretty easy to slide a magnet, even a strong yeah, one, across really a metal surface. Force. Yeah. And so you're thinking yeah. about a puck sliding at a speed down a table. Well, the magnet might slow it down, but it still slides across it, even with the magnet there. Yeah. Well, and the yeah. other thing is that puck is sliding on a albeit very small granules yeah, of sand. wax or sand, whatever it yeah. is. So it's up above the surface of hair anyway, right. and then it's gliding over. Now that magnet, we determined if we had got a, a bigger battery. Like a car battery. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it may have slowed the puck down, but we wanted it the puck to be moving, yeah. and then all of a sudden just halt. stop, like yeah. right on the highest. Yeah. Like right a Roadrunner cartoon. Yeah. yeah. It needed yeah. to be like, like a movie. Like it hit a wall. Yeah. yeah. Just I mean, like we, in the movies. I thought it would have been sweet if we had a little switch on either end that only the person with you know the knowledge knew about, and you could flip that thing and stop your puck on a dime. But could we have made it work? Had we had like maybe. two more Would weeks. we have spent half of our time figuring that right. out and not got our table built? Probably. Yeah. Well, hey, maybe we gave someone else an idea to try <laughs> yeah. in the future. So yeah, give it a shot. So when you ask the question, had we had another week <laughs> to build it? Well, yeah. Maybe if we had another week. I would have loved to actually made that thing uh, like a a real thing. Like yeah. where you could slide the puck down and it just stop on a dime. Yeah. yeah. That'd be amazing. That would have been cool. But. I mean, we'd but have I, to like. I mean, how many, how thin did we actually go on the wood to try it? We were at a quarter, 
I uh, think so I went down on the drum more? sander. I went down to a sixteenth of an inch, and it still didn't. It was still it too much. It. it could you could feel the magnetic pull when you pass the puck yep. over it, but it easily slid past right. it. Well, we, we were only using a nine volt battery at the time. True, but we even set up a board and slid the puck across it, and did it slow it down? Nope. Maybe, but it's not gonna imperceptible it's definitely though. not going to stop it wasn't it. worth the amount of work it would have taken to embed that in the bottom and it be maybe yeah, yeah. may yeah. work may not well and then we ran into a whole bunch of other issues if like if we wanted a thin layer of wood on the top do we have to drill a huge hole in the bottom of the butcher yeah. block and then set that thing way up right. there do we have to drill a hole in the top and then try and set it and pour epoxy over it? And if we do that, we're going to have to design a specific epoxy pour that will cover that thing up. Right. Because these aren't little right. magnets. They were what, like two and a half by two and a half? Oh, they might have been three, yes. inch, three yeah, inches. Might, maybe. Yeah, might have even yeah, been three inches. Yeah. I mean, it was a big magnet, so it would have been hard to hide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it just wasn't, wasn't in the cards. Wasn't meant to be for but this one. we want you to know we tried. We, we tried. tried. We failed on a few things, <laughs> but overall, it's a major success it was a major success major the major failure is going to be when you guys leave tomorrow and i got to figure out how to get that out of my shop all by myself <laughs> how much do you think that weighs you had a guess <gasps> two no two i was gonna say like three more than two i was gonna say easily uh, an easy 300 300 mm-hmm. pounds i would say at least 300 pounds well the butcher blocks how many how many how many slats how many boards? 16? 16 no. or 15. 15. 15. 15 boards. 15, six quarters. And they're about and nine feet long, mm-hmm. two and a half inches thick. Mm-hmm. Somebody by, can do the math on that. Yeah. Carry the one. We're going to need to know the you density gotta convert of... For metric density, to imperial. Yeah. The density of walnut. Carry the one. <laughs> well, we have two mm-hmm. types of walnut, so we'll need to... Well, then you got the atomic densities. weight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Organ and Then a Heisenberg much, principle. The screws. Right. Yeah. Those Schrodinger's the glue. take on it. Well, his yeah. cat doesn't matter. Yeah. So all in all, it's heavy. I'm, what I'm saying is it's heavy. Uh, it's, yeah. It's a heavy table. Although you made it sound like it was going to be a lot more when we went to flip it over. And I was worried about flipping it over. Can I tell you guys a secret bad. real quick before we get too far? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I sounded really smart there for that last run of us talking about that. But I've just been watching Big Bang Theory a lot lately. Oh, okay. And they oh, throw out fine. a lot of those terms. I don't want to give false, you know. Me. I just thought you knew some vocabulary. But like Schrodinger's cat, I only know about that because I just watched Big Bang. Mm-hmm. I only know Lolo and Jerry. <laughs> His name's not Schrodinger. No. <laughs> name's Keith. Those are Keith's cats. Keith's cats. Yeah. This is my first build without, or, you know, in the last year and a half without Jerry and Lola there. So here's a question for you, Keith. Hit me. On a scale of less stressful or more stressful, compare this to the Neil Patrick Harris build. Are we excluding the install at Neil Patrick Harris's. Sure, just the build. Just the build. Make it level playing field. Definitely less stressful. Wow. Because we didn't have to redo anything. No, we didn't do. We didn't. I mean, Jason well, we didn't and I have ran the wood into some issues fitting, and <laughs> well, we had was, to remake some parts. That's because with the Neil Patrick Harris one, we had to redo a bunch of stuff because we designed that ahead of time. Yeah. This one, we had no design or plan, so we couldn't make a mistake because mm-hmm. we had nothing as a litmus test to litmus. Base. Lip, lip, lip. Eucalyptus so, test? Eucalyptus test. Litmus. Sorry. Lipness? Yeah. We had nothing as a baseline to determine <laughs> right. if we had made a mistake or not. Yeah. That's no, true. this was definitely less stressful, I think. Yeah. Hmm. Because that whole time we were building, well, it was Neil less. Patrick, it was less high profile too. That probably helped. <laughs> there were no stakes. Yeah, there was yeah. nothing at stake right. really. Right. No, but right. I was stressed out that whole time because I took the initial measurements of that bench 
of the tree. Oh, and I kept thinking, man, this looks a little small. I don't know if it's gonna fit. I, and I just ended up, it was just there in the back of my head because if we get all the way out there and it doesn't fit, then it's all on me. Right. Mm. Oh, that's rough. So and it didn't fit. <laughs> well, you but made it, you made again, it fit. You made it fit. Jason saved the day. Made it. Yeah. Calm me down. A quick chisel. No quick, problem. Quick uh, trip to the hardware store. The worst hardware store of all time. How's that been? It's a nice okay. hardware store. It was just poor help. So, Customer service. The employees yeah. playing a little too much bejeweled Candy Crush. Oh, yeah. yeah. Candy Crush. So follow-up question then. The two builds. Mm. Which one looks better? Ooh. I personally, I'm in love with this this walnut shuffleboard table. It's yeah. really... It, it's, everything about it, the gr- the color we picked... Of course you are. It's walnut green. over cipella. Of course you're going <laughs> to say the shuffleboard table. But as far as... I mean... The Sapile bench for an out... I mean, we really killed the craftsmanship of that. I thought it was like perfect, like mm-hmm. the detail. Didn't for an round out, over it, you any could, That could have been an indoor piece yeah. of furniture. Sure. Um, Just if you had a tree that size inside. Right. <laughs> or a dining room that you didn't need a table in. <laughs> right. Fit perfectly. Put a, put a flat <laughs> piece of something right. in the middle. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I just can't top this table right now. Mm-hmm. And not just because it's walnut. Well, probably because it's walnut. It helps. <laughs> I just, it I helps. mean, I've just never built anything like this before. A gaming table yeah. is a really cool, you know, purposeful thing. And we should say neither, none of us have um, played it yet. No, nope. not yet, not yet. Mm-hmm. We just couldn't bring ourselves to it. The finish had been on there less than twenty-four hours when we finished it. We just couldn't bring ourselves to pour sand on it and slide well, metal the, discs across it. Yeah, the pucks weren't even. No, they're not dry yet. <laughs> they weren't even dry yet. We just put the tops on them. So tomorrow, before you guys leave, we'll mm-hmm. play a game. We have to. Oh, sure. Yeah. Let's we get have the to. pictures After taken. we take all the pictures in case we destroy it. Yeah. 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 Which we're not going to destroy it. No, we won't destroy it. Yeah. We'll be, I probably will be the most ginger shuffleboard <laughs> player. I mean, this is going to go eventually in you know the family's house down by the river, which is an active, will be an active Airbnb like it was before it burnt down. So I have no delusions about the fact that this is going to get used and scratched and dinged. I mean, it's sure, just a matter of sure, time. Sure. So Yeah, going to get beat up. Whew. We might as well put the first dings in it ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Wow, what a week. What a I'm week. I'm exhausted. Because yeah. also in this Airbnb, which Jason told us at what day five that the negative comments or reviews about this Airbnb is that there's a train that goes through here and blows its horn. <laughs> yeah, only like three times a night. Yeah, every two, four, and six a.m. And it's not just like a through. It's like a constant. This guy keeps pulling it. Like huh? he's angry at everybody because everyone else is asleep and he has to drive a freight train through town. I think he's angry. Yeah, when he comes through town. Because he can hear Nick snoring. <laughs> That's probably it. And he's like, I, mean, I, I got to go through that town with that loud snoring. Nick uh, was snoring so loud the other morning. I could hear it through my wall. And finally, <laughs> I was like, I'm going to just do a little experiment here. So I picked up a pillow and I chucked it at the wall. And that made like a thud. Nothing. Nothing. Still snoring. So then my shoe was laying next to the bed. Mm-hmm. So I picked up my shoe and I chucked that at the wall. Nothing. That was a pretty loud thud. Nothing. <laughs> finally, I walk over to the wall his head is literally six inches on the other side of this wall. And I punched the wall as hard as I could without putting a hole in the drywall. Not that I was mad. I was just curious because you yeah. said you were a deep sleeper. Yeah. Nothing. And I just laughed it off and crawled back in bed. Right. I don't. I still don't believe you that a train comes through. Yeah. What know. happened to your mouth tape that you were telling us about? I forgot to bring it. 
Oh, mouth yeah. tape. Yeah, remember don't he you was remember telling that? us he yeah. tapes up his mouth now? Yeah. Like Hannibal Lecter like would do to one of his victims. Those don't Start work. With those. That, it's not my nose. It's it's just my body. As soon as like my brain says, you don't need to breathe out of your nose anymore, and my mouth comes open, yeah. I start snoring. Uh, it's just a physiological thing. Okay, so we need to, to gag some, you with a sock. Yeah, so basically just get a strap. and about an old ball yeah. gag? <laughs> Tight bond and a little accelerator. That's right. Or star just bond. Star bond and some, yeah. And we had mentioned on our, we were talking about temperature on our previous podcast. Oh my gosh. So we've, I'm looking at it right oh. now. The, what is it at? It's at 67 and Nick has never been so happy. It's, it's, he, I will say it's nice. It's but delightful. It takes a long time for that bed to warm up. <laughs> it is cold getting in. Me and Keith's bed has been perfectly warm. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I mean, that twin bed warms up quick <laughs> with both of us in it. <laughs> the body heat, I think that body heat is what helps. <laughs> oh. But Jason and I are both used to like sleeping with fans all the time for that white noise. And 67 so, wasn't cold enough for me last no, night, so I opened my window oh, right. because it's 54 <laughs> outside, and I was like, ah, that'll bring it down. You're insane. Yep. So, also, but because of that white noise, Jason keeps the fan on in the bathroom. Yep. Which also apparently dulls out your snores. Yeah, it does perfectly. Um, that's that's fine with me. Yeah, I don't hear the fan either. So right now we're all in here in coats. By the way, flannel, and I'm <laughs> yeah. in a sweatshirt recording this podcast. Only because I've been too tired. I'm actually I'm like too warm. Untied. Yeah. I've, oh, you're toasting. I've been too tired to take it off. That's fine. And I'm wearing one of those puffy jackets, and I'm afraid if I move around too coat? much, it's gonna. Gore-Tex. <laughs> like, make too like much noise like that. Oh, yeah. oh, that's fine. I have actually enjoyed it being cooler, but I just don't see how you can do it all the time. Just when I'm sleeping. Like right now, my nose is cold. Like I don't... No, but J- Jason, your shop, you keep it so frigid in yep. there. I know. I've had it set at 66 yeah, the whole time Yeah, seriously. We walk in in the there. morning at 8, 7, 8, whatever it is, and he's, the air conditioning is it's on. It's cold. <laughs> and when I was... I picked uh, the only spot in the shop where it blows directly. Right. Mm. And I was on the shaper for like a two hours. Oh, yeah, right in front solid, of it. <laughs> right in front of it. I started, my teeth started chattering. <laughs> no, but that's the thing. If you're hot, right, you kind of want to sit down and stop moving. If you're cold, you mm. want to get up and move. Yeah. You're so much more productive when you're cold. No, I'll give you that for sure. It. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's been once kind of the, the summer hits in my shop, it doesn't get super hot, but it's between 75 and 81 all summer long. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I have an, I run a dehumidifier at night, so it keeps the humidity down. So whenever I'm in there, it's warm, but I'm right to the point where if I it goes up one degree, I'll start sweating. But I'm always right at the cusp. So it's tolerable, but it's not optimal. No. I would be much more productive if right. it was cooler. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I'm lucky in the fact that my shop is... You're kind of below grade, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, so, so I'm on a, on a split level. So my shop is below grade, and it's it's usually 10 degrees cooler than what it is outside. Mm. So if it's 84, it's about 74, which is nice. That's comfortable. That's horrible. I know. (laughs) See, exactly. I would die. Yeah, but that feels amazing. No, it does not. I mean, it feels amazing. Like, let's say you were in hell for a while, and then you got to (laughs) experience 74 degrees. You might be like, oh, this is a nice change. What's funny, there was like a month, probably all of July or half July and August where the temperature in my shop was 81 all the time. It never went up or down. I'm like, is this little temperature gauge it's I have? Broken. Is it maxed out at 81? Is that it's, as high as it goes? It's broken. And then one day it went to 82. I said, okay, all right, maybe not. But that's as high as it's ever been. Wow. That 
I can't. I can't even imagine working in eighty-two degrees. It's, but then I'm like, yeah, you know, people. Yeah. Then I just open the door to the house and I turn the AC on in there and blow a fan oh, yeah. out. I would get two buckets and fill them with ice and just like stand at them, and like, like in the bucket, <laughs> just stand in, just like put those in front of my miter saw so I could dip my feet in ice buckets while I cut wood. Well, not to mention you have a thousand foot or more than that, right? Fifteen hundred. Fifteen hundred square feet, and he's it's con, it's below seventy degrees all the time. All on concrete, That's, yeah. What's your power bill? Did we talk about this before? I don't look. All right. I don't look. <laughs> it's it's better, better bill pay. It's better I don't know these things. It's on the honor system. Whatever it is, it's worth it. Well, d- despite the weather conditions in my shop, what did you guys think of Oregon? I mean, none of you have spent that much time in Oregon. How's uh, your time? I no. thought I'd see a lot more mountains around, like mm. like in Colorado, where you just you realize you we live in the, the Willamette Valley. Valley. Yeah, yeah. I live in a valley well, too, but I live up on a hill. I thought valleys That's had mountains on both sides. That doesn't make any sense. I live in the valley, but I'm up on a mountain that overlooks a valley. What? Oh, so you're looking at the valley. I live in the valley. Mm. Well, where are the mountains that surround the valley? There's Mount Hood over there. There's the yeah, coastal I, range. We, we saw Mount Hood the other day. Yeah. That was There's the first the time. Cascade Range. When the like, clouds finally cleared. They're right? there. Dismal. They're just past the pot <laughs> fields. <laughs> yeah. Over the horizon. I have never been in a state that had more smells on the interstate, though. Right. Hmm. So you go from hazelnuts to weed to what else? To, oh, we smelled um, mint, grass, paper, burning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Keith's oh, we forgot about our field trip. Oh, what was our field trip? To the walnut tree. <gasps> oh, what did you guys oh. think of that? So Jason tried to hype up. He's like, you you won't believe the size of this walnut tree. It's unbelievable. It's humongous. This it's is surrounded, just down the road from me. Surrounded by like a fence of arbavite. It's just, it's picturesque it's fairy tale like like okay how big it up walnut tree possibly be okay jason and he's like trying not to hype it up because he doesn't want us to be let down so when shaper sean was here we all went out there and we got out of the truck and we're all blown away it's like yeah. the, it it's like a red it just it's bigger than it, okay I mean, so three of us now sean is as tall as me he's a little over six feet right yep, six two yeah. six three yep, yep. So we both have large wingspans so Sean, Jason, and I all put our arms all, and we barely touched. So yeah. it's twelve plus eh, maybe seventeen feet circumferentially. Yeah, the base. Yeah, of this tree. Which you go ahead the and base. do the math, Big Bang Boy, on what yeah, the diameter is by at least. What do you think? One hundred and twenty feet tall. Yes. Oh, yes, yeah, no doubt. And when you looked up, but the, the branches pers- were the size of a normal walnut tree where I live. Right. And the first 20 feet of the tree were straight. Perfectly straight. Yeah. So we cut it down. It is being milled and dried. Well, that and is it should the be ready table. <laughs> in December. <laughs> no, I have no desire to cut down this no tree. Way. It would be amazing if you did. But like one branch of this tree mm-hmm. is the, yeah, it's like the size of a normal tree. Yeah. The base right. is ridiculous. I was out on a bike ride because I like to bike back on these country roads. And I was riding by and I stopped there. I forget why. I didn't even realize it was a walnut because it was so big. Mm. And I walked back in there and then realized it was a flipping walnut tree. I'd never seen anything like that before. I love taking people out there when they stop by because nobody believes it. Mm-hmm. It's an unreal tree. Yeah. And I still have the walnut stain on my finger <laughs> to yeah. prove it. We spent a half an hour trying to throw the walnuts that had fallen up through like the first crotch in it. And you had to give everything you had to, right. it was just to get the up walnut there. up there. Way up there. <laughs> yeah. I think Sean took a video of that. Yeah, he posted um, something. Maybe we'll post funny. it on our 
Instagram page. Yeah, no, probably we, not. We probably won't. I definitely won't. We'll can say we will. Well, it's been great right. having you guys yeah. out here. It's been a yeah. fun time. I got to say thanks for all the hospitality. Thanks I didn't know everything. the West Coast could be this nice. Mm-hmm. You're the hospitality. I didn't even let you stay in my house. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think I'd want it. It's bare walls upstairs. Uh, uh, yeah, they saw the remodel. They know they don't want to stay there. Yeah. They saw the outside shower. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, do we have any um, patron questions to talk through before we call it quits, or do we do uh, those we in the do, after but show? I think we'll save them for the after show this okay. week. So I don't know what we're at at time. I don't have my computer. No, in front we're of me. over an hour twenty right now. Wow, so we're way over. All right. Well, we'll head over to the after show. We'll answer some Patreon questions over there. If you want to sign up for Patreon, you go to patreon.com slash shop sounds podcast to sign up. There's a couple different tier levels in there, but any level tier from the lowest to the highest, you get access to the after <laughs> show where we're going to go and probably talk for another hour and 20 minutes. <laughs> we got nothing to do and we're all hanging out together. So, <laughs> And don't forget, thanks to Bits and Bits for sponsoring this podcast. Go and... For sponsoring this build. And for sponsoring this build. Absolutely. Supplying the bits that we needed. Well, that I thought we needed. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't bits and bits' fault. No. No. It was this tit's fault. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you, MJ. It was great to meet you finally in person, Mm. whether it was for the right piece of Isn't his beard glorious though? It really is. It's pretty nice. Just want to wrap yourself in it like a pig in a blanket. <laughs> <laughs> like a wallaby. <laughs> <laughs> so go to bitsbits.com, use coupon code morsels15 to save yourself 15% on router and CNC bits. And remember, they're making their own and constantly expanding their bit offerings. Mm-hmm. These guys are amazing. So thank you very much for supporting oh, what we do. And also, use that code. Yes. In my field trip to the Bits and Bits factory, Mm -hmm. which is a crazy operation, by the way. Mm. I can only imagine. I didn't realize that they also make bits for dental equipment. Right. Oh, yeah. If you're one of our dental dentist listeners out there, maybe you contact Bits and Bits for your dental instruments. Yeah. I bet you there's some of our listeners out there that have had If you're a dentist and you're going to order, you know, a couple thousand bits for all the tools of you and your staff, make sure to use coupon code Morsels15. (laughs) 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 No, I I honestly don't know if the Morsels15 would work for their dental stuff, but I just thought that was cool. I had no idea. Yeah. That's That's more... more, Oh, I can't. I was going to come up with a pun about molars. Mm. Let bits and bits do More. the jokes. You just yeah. <laughs> yeah. for real. You can ask them for a joke and they will give you one. Yeah. All right. Well, with that, we're gonna head over to the after show. Sign up to be a patron and follow us over there. Yeah. All right. All right. See Thanks, you. everybody. We'll see you. I love.